Welcome to the Secretary Survey, the Irish Pre-Hospital Podcast. Welcome to our first episode of the Secondary Survey podcast. This podcast has been developed for all levels of pre-hospital care responders and practitioners. We plan to release a podcast monthly and it will be a wide range of subjects from community force responders to critical care doctors and beyond. It is done by myself, John Mooney, Kevin Gill, Stephen O'Flaherty and Viv Ford. All of us are advanced paramedics in different locations throughout Ireland. In this, our first episode, the four of us are going to have a general chat about what we have an interest in within the pre-hospital field and where we think we're going to be as a profession in the future. So I would like to introduce our first member of the team, Viv Ford. So Viv, tell us about yourself. Right, I'm Viv Ford. I joined the ambulance service in 2005, firstly working in Cork County, Kerry for a while, then back to Cork County and eventually back into Cork City in about 2009. And I've been working there ever since. I became an advanced paramedic about five or six years ago. I guess I've always had an interest in all things science and medical since I was very young. Didn't want really to go into nursing and I never really applied myself in secondary school to do well enough to study medicine. So it took me a while to find my way to the ambulance service. But I eventually got there after working a few jobs not related to the medical professional. I even once managed a wedding dress shop for crying out loud, like there's people who know me, anything to do with marriage, I just run a mile. So close in this job in almost 16 years, there have been huge changes to the service. When I started, we were only giving, I think, was it five medications, those being aspirin, GTN, oxygen, entinox and glucose gel. Now, as an AP, I think we're giving, is it 48 medications now? So plus the introduction of 12 EDCGs and going straight to theatre for patients for PCI have been great. I, I like that this job is constantly changing and I do think pre-hospital care in Ireland is some of, in some ways is one of the more advanced with the interventions that can be done as well as the medications available to us. Our ability to be autonomous in treating patients where we are practicing on our own registered medical practitioner's license. At the moment the parts of the jobs that interest me are paediatrics, kids scare me in every way possible professionally and personally. So I try to learn as much as I can about treating them I think we all fear treating the big sick or big injured child. So it's probably a case for me anyway of running towards what scares you most. Silver trauma is something that interests me as well. Like peds, treating the elderly injured patient has to be thought of and approached differently. For the future, I do think separate CPGs for the elderly is something that should be introduced in particular for trauma. Palliative care, I do think that this is something that will have to happen soon. Palliative care patients staying at home is becoming more common now, and in particular during out-of-hours times, these people find it hard to get the proper care to make them comfortable at home. Many of these patients do not need nor want to be in an emergency department, especially during the current pandemic situation, as they are at high risk for exposure and a relative can't accompany them to the hospital either. Of course, for the CPG to be enacted, the support system would have to be there for practitioners to consult with and have available to them. One thing I'd like to see happen is the treat and discharge and treat and refer to get up and running. The proper system needs to be in place where we can use our clinical judgment and deem that a person does not need to attend ED with us. That's that's probably my more controversial opinion. So I'm done. And now it's up to Kevin to tell us about how you got interested in pre-hospital care. 
Yeah, hi Viv. Um, well, I'll tell you, if you're scared of kids, you're definitely going to be scared talking to me. So as Joe and Viv have mentioned, I'm Kevin and I've been involved in pre-hospital care for the past 24 years, believe it or not. So I always loved medicine ever since I was a kid. And that kind of gave me a trajectory to head into the Order of Malta when I was about 15. And it was there that I was really kind of bitten by the ambulance bug. So like Viv, I had an interest in becoming a doctor, but didn't really apply myself too much in school. So I became an EMT in 2000. And that was at the time, the only professional grade in Ireland. And my class was one of the first courses to be given FEC registration or FEC exams. And it was the first to be allowed to give the medications that Viv said. So as Viv was pointing out that we have 48 medications and we have various modalities of treatment and referral, uh, such as PCI and trauma and things like that and stroke. Uh, but when I started, we could give aspirin for, for chest pain. GTN, if it was prescribed for the patient beforehand, glucose gel, Entonox, uh, and obviously oxygen. So it's, it's evolved amazingly. So I've worked for private companies that were contracted to do emergency pre-hospital care uh, when I first started. This work kind of had me working all over the country and it's allowed me to gain experience in both rural and, and urban. And it also gave me experience, a unique experience on how to uh, provide care with limited means. And at that time, as, as we mentioned, that was really limited. So I've been with uh, a statutory service since 2011. And from there, I've progressed from a paramedic to AP. I've undertaken the degree with Stephen. And, you know, he's been in my, basically my classmate for every course I've done since. So my interests are pediatrics. I know that they are really scary calls, but I regularly practice scenarios in work and do thought exercises to figure out what I'm going to do because the times that you, you are going out to them, it can be quite difficult. So you want to plan them. And because of that, I've actually come up with some useful tricks that's made it easier to manage the big sickies. I have a general interest in medical cases, not just the acute manifestations of COPD or angina or cardiac problems, but other kind of conditions that are more subtle. So abdominal pains and things like that. My current interest has been peaked in stopping bleeding, which to be fair, has been something that we've always been taught, but it's much more involved than I think it was appreciated back in the day. And all the experience coming back from the wars and the war zones and things like that are kind of giving us a unique perspective on it. And then obstetric emergencies, which we don't get off that often, but are extremely high risk and have an awful lot, uh, have a very high stakes. So um, I do have uh, an interest in how we, how we manage them better. Where do I see this going as a profession? I think that uh, the sky's the limit. When I started, we had no ALS at all. And now we are one of the leaders. So I think that we have a glass, a glass ceiling on this profession and we're going to just keep going through it. But now I'll pass you over to my fellow classmate in everything, Stephen, and we'll listen to him. Thanks, Kevin. So I'm Stephen. I have dabbling in first aid and medical care since I was about 16. Did an OFA course through work 
and kind of thought to myself, how am I going to keep my skills up? And it wasn't until about two years later when I had the next refresher that I did anything about it and I inquired about joining one of the voluntaries, which is very much how my life goes. I've been planning to do a podcast for about two years too, until Kevin approached me and kind of roped me into it. So hopefully this will be the start of something really good. Unlike the others, I've never really wanted to work in the medical field growing up. I have been working on boats since I was 12, went away to become a ship's captain at 18, worked on ships for five years, and then decided wasn't really where I saw myself going and came home, went from ship driver to ambulance driver. Not a very good ambulance driver because I don't really like driving ambulances, but I do like looking after patients. Been working as paramedic since so 2013 after training, starting training in 2012. And I've been an advanced paramedic since 2019. And I think I have one of the most uh, unique boasts of having worked in the quietest and possibly the busiest station uh, in Ireland, outside of Dublin. Special interest-wise, I really, uh, really like the non-technical skills stuff. So communication, teamwork, human factors, and kind of really... I think this is one of the forgotten skills and uh, knowledge bases that we're not really teaching or developing within the service or within the profession. And hopefully we're going to work on that over the next little while with the podcast and hopefully do a bit of research at some stage. But yeah, that's really it. Now I'm a man of few words, which is probably not great for a podcast, but we'll see how it goes. Uh, thanks a million, Stephen, and thanks Kevin and Viv. Yeah, so hello, how are you? Uh, I'm Joe Mooney. I'm based in, uh, I live in Dublin. So I started back uh, in 2004 in a voluntary ambulance service like Kevin in the Orgham Alda. And my interest grew and grew uh, in pre-hospital care. I then started as a care assistant in a Dublin-based hospice for palliative care patients. And I worked there for eight years. And while I was working there, I did my emergency medical technician course through the Orgham Alda. And while working there then, I was... Uh, lucky and honoured enough to be elected on the Medical Advisory Committee in the Pre-Hospital Emergency Care Council as the EMT rep. And I sat on that committee for three years and I loved every second of it to understand the development and the process of, of our guidelines being discussed and added to and taken away from. And just the whole system around our, our clinical practice guidelines development has been was fascinating. Then six years ago, I started my paramedic training in Dublin. And like Kevin, I worked in the rural for a year and, and then back up into Auburn down for the rest. And then I did my AP course, which I finished last year. I'm also coordinator of Rohini Community First Responder Group. So I have a keen interest in, in community responding and off-duty responding. My main interests in pre-hospital care would be paediatric pain management. So like Viv and Kevin, I have a, a quite a deep interest in, uh, in paediatric pain management, where I did two paediatric pre-hospital pain blogs on a paediatric emergency website called don'tforgettthebubbles.com one about internasal fentanyl and then one about uh, metoxiflorine. I really like to see the uh, the critical care paramedics in the future on the road and the course at the moment that's been run out uh, over the country has is a, is a massive step in the, in the fantastic right direction. So as the person with the least amount of experience of the four of us uh, I'm really looking forward to learning a load off you guys and I'm just hope that it, this podcast really takes off and that it, and people like listen to us. And it is, again, for all levels of responders and practitioners. So And the four of us have put a huge amount of work in and we enjoy doing it and we hope that it's an engaging conversation on this podcast. We also hope that we're going to have a section on our clinical practice guidelines. This section will take a CPG 
and uh, we'll have a deep look into it and a, and a talk about it between the four of us. We also have guest speakers from lots of different areas of patient care, and we hope you'll find them interesting. In our next episode of the Secretary Survey, we'll be taking it right back, even back before the primary survey, to scene safety with an episode with, with fascinating discussions on lots of learning points. So we hope you can join us. We're also on Twitter at Secondary Survey. So if you want to drop us a message or leave us a comment, that would be fantastic. And again, thanks a million. Take care and stay safe. All information recorded is solely the opinion of the presenters and their guests. They do not represent the views of the employers nor associated with any establishment or service provider. Content is not to be taken as medical advice and should not affect established guidelines and protocols. Thank you for listening. Take care.